Okay, anyways. Well, this is our... Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So this is our third attempt in recording a podcast. Mucho attempts. Yeah. yeah. The first two I accidentally deleted when I was trying to edit. So Wait, you recorded the first time? Yeah. Remember oh. the first time when like we were trying to figure out how to do Zoom? Oh, the testing thing? And like oh. Desert couldn't hear us? I thought that wasn't recording. I thought you were just like... No, it was recording. And it was so funny when I was listening to the recording because uh. you could hear the double voices. Does it, you weren't able to hear it. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, but the double we were hearing our double voices. Uh, it was really funny. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah, no, I was able to listen to it post. Mm. Well, but also during it was happening. I see. Anyway, so this is our first actual attempt at talking... And just recording our conversations that we have as sisters. Yeah, so this is interesting. Can yeah. you hear the fan? I don't know. We'll see when I edit it. Oh. By the way, it's we should say what day it is, right? Yeah. It's it's Thursday, May 28th, 6.05 p.m. It's probably 100 degrees outside right now. So our air conditioner and fan is on. So if you hear that, oh, well, suck it up. <laughs> um a lot has happened in the world um we're still in a pandemic we're still practicing social distancing um among other things that are happening in the world but should we do we want to introduce each of ourselves yeah you go first since you're the one talking the most okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, well, my name is Jessica Nila, and I'm the oldest sister of three. That's it. I'm Desiree Nila, and I'm the second oldest, or the middle child. Um, currently, I am 26. I'm a Sagittarius. And yeah, that's it. I'm Angelica. I'm, I was say I was 19, but I'm 22, so that should tell you mm. what, what that means. And I'm the third. I'm the baby. And I'm a Sagittarius too. What's on your Jessica? Say your sign. Oh yeah, I'm an Aries, and I'm 28. You're 28? Yeah. Oh my god, I thought you were 26, and I think oh my god, for in my mind, Jessica's 26 and Desi's 24. No, nope. And I'm 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, how about we start off with Des? Go ahead and tell the people what's happening. Um, how are you feeling? How, let's just start with, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty full. I've been eating a lot. I had In-N-Out yesterday I because I just landed yesterday from St. Louis to Sacramento Airport. Um, I was in the St. Louis area because I was in active duty Air Force. But yeah, now I'm back home. And we're recording this podcast in my childhood bedroom. And it's pretty crazy. Dude, in and out sounds really good. Do you want to get in and out again tonight? Low key, I'm down. <laughs> but, I'm also, but I'm also really full. I just want animal fries. I don't know if I want a burger. I know, yes. Yeah, in here, we could share a burger. And then we can share animal fries, too. I might just eat the burger, too. 
I know, right? Like, should we have a mukbang? I've always wanted to make a mukbang channel. Just really, yeah. And I would, I would love to be a guest near mukbang, but I don't know if I could have a mukbang because I'd be too committed, and that wouldn't be good for my health. Like eating. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would be constantly. I'm already constantly thinking about. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm already thinking about what I'm gonna eat that day. That sounds so, amazing, though. Yeah, it is a great way to live. But it's like if I had a mukbang, then that contributes even more to how much I'm. My brain is consumed by just food, thoughts of food, and all kinds of different recipes, and just like, uh, maybe your creativity would flourish. Yeah, it would, but I don't think it would be good for my health. It, other things would suffer, and I wouldn't be happy about that. I'm trying to live balanced. I see. I see. Would you want to be on my mukbang, Jessica? I'd love to be a guest. That's me talking, what? Desiree again. I didn't even let Jessica talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> bueno. Hmm. Are you nervous, Desiree? Yeah, I'm nervous. Um, because I'm in a limbo period, so technically I'm on terminal leave. So I am technically still in the Air Force until July 4th, Independence Day. Then I'm no longer in the Air Force. I would be on placed on inactive reserve status or something like that. But um, yeah, basically I wouldn't be active duty. So therefore no more paychecks. I wouldn't have, technically I don't, wouldn't have a job. My plan is to use the GI bill to go to school full time in the fall. So yeah, that's the plan for right now. And then figure out work once, you know, I feel like it's a good time to do that. When I absolutely have to. Right now, I've done enough planning to where, fortunately, I don't have. To, I'm not, you know, struggling. So, that's good. How long were you in the Air Force? Four years. My enlistment was four years. That's wild. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I joined when I was 22. Now I'm 26. So, I mean, I know it's just your second day back. Yeah. Do you want to share? Like how else you feel about, I feel like this, I don't know if you've had the chance to reflect yet. Maybe you don't want to, I don't know, but I don't know. Like what's, do you want to share if you have been reflecting or thinking about the past, just what that whole experience is like for you? Um, yeah, like mostly the, the thoughts that I have about being back here is just that like, I'm like not on vacation. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to leave to go back to my apartment back over there. Like, that's gone. Mm. So I don't know, because it doesn't, I know that this is my home and I know that I'm welcome here and I feel that. But, like, I had a whole other place with all of my stuff and, you know, my own little routine, my whole setup of how I did things. But now that's all gone for right now i mean it's it's easily recreatable because i have all that stuff in storage but it's just interesting because now i'm having to reintegrate a little bit you know because of this time period in my life right now so yes it it feels right now like i'm on vacation it's like this weird limbo of me coming to the realization that like i don't have a plane ticket back to my apartment <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of like yeah like this, oh shit yeah like this is it this is where i'm gonna be at for who knows like i mean my time period hopefully in two two to three months you know i'll have a new place but 
you know, it's just all like up in the air right now. Do you want to tell the people what you're planning to do? Yeah. Within the next two to three months? Yeah. Um, uh, right now I'm just chilling. I'm probably not going to get a job because I'm still getting paid. Probably just going to hang out with friends a lot and try to get like my health back in check. And when I mean health, I'm, I just mean like my sleeping and like having a consistent like workout schedule and just being zen for the summer, being chill. So yeah, that's kind of my focus. And then um, in the fall, I plan to go to school full time. And then maybe get a little part-time job. But yeah, I want to get my own apartment for sure. Do you want to talk more about your military life or no? Um, Save that for another episode? Yeah, we can go into like the whole thing in another episode because I feel like that take up so much time. Because <laughs> it would just lead to more qu- more questions, I think. Especially like if pe- if listeners or even you guys might not know like what certain things mean, you know? So then I have to, like, define certain things. Well, I mean, just your experience and your thoughts about the military and what that was like. Yeah, I think we can say that for another episode. So you don't want to talk about it right now? I mean, I could give you a quick synopsis, because that's what you're wondering. No, this this podcast is just, like, us talking, whatever we want to talk about, you know? Oh, If you don't okay. feel like you have the energy or want to talk about that, we no, don't have to. No, I can. It's just, I don't know, I feel weird. It's like, okay. This, well, this, no, I'm curious. I mean, uh I mean, honestly, when you went to the mil- when you went to the military, mommy kind of talked to me about it and was like, they were kind of trying to get me to enlist, and there was people calling or saying that I was talking to enlisters or what are they called, recruiters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's people calling or telling her that I was talking to recruiters and stuff like that, but that was was that was, that wasn't true. Hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, they found out about you. Yeah, and then they're like, oh my god, let's get the other one in. But then, I don't know, then again, I don't know. It would be interesting to know, like, what was your thinking going into it? What did you get out of it? Did you get out of it what you thought you would get out of it? You know, all that stuff. Yeah, I had healthy expectations going in. I think that um, going in, you know, yeah, there's going to be parts that suck or that I'm not going to be having a great time. But I knew it was all going to be worth it. And I was gambling on the opportunity especially now that i'm well you know i'm young or I, I i still am young but you know i was younger i was 22 freshly 22 and honestly i was thinking about it when i was 21 but yeah when i was freshly 22 i was like i'm for sure doing this but yeah so I think I had healthy expectations going in and that allowed me to take a lot of things in stride. But yeah, it's definitely interesting. I don't think that I've fully transitioned back into civilian life to give you the full scope of how different it is. Hmm. Okay, so then maybe it is something for another podcast when you've integrated. Yeah, I mean, all I can say right now is like I for sure have no regrets. For okay, sure. that's good. Yeah, because it's something that's going to pay off probably for the rest of my life. Like, that's something that I'll always have. Yeah. Yeah, it's an experience that um, will always be under my belt, you know? And, yeah, of course, the benefits. The benefits were a big plus because, you know, even when you get out, you still have benefits if you're smart. Mm-hmm. 
if you're not, you know, taking the opportunity or educating yourself on everything that it has to offer, you're just going to fall by the wayside. But, you know, that's in life, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to talk about next. Why is it that we're like so quiet now? I feel like we're able to have conversations, but now it's just like all of a sudden because we're recording ourselves, it's like oh, we're turtling. Yeah, I'm. I am a. I do feel a little bit like that just because I feel like I'm thinking about like, oh my gosh, if this ever gets out, <laughs> there's this little bit of a filter that I have going on in my head. Yeah, and we talked about that in our other podcast. Yeah, episode that we recorded that I deleted. Accident. Yeah. If it was just us, even sometimes when it's just us, like we don't talk about a lot of sexual stuff. Well, at least I don't talk about a lot of sexual stuff with you guys. I do with my friends. But with you guys, that's another thing that like I feel free to talk about a lot of stuff that I can with you guys and I, that I can't with my friends, you know, especially like family issues or whatever. But like, well, well in, that, in that aspect, I'm, I just kind of like, oh. yeah, I feel that's for my way. friends, not for you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I know what you're talking about because I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's just because we're all, we all experience the same thing in the home. So we kind of like had that trauma bond. So we want to break out of it. So we're all going in our own little way of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because if we all sat, I feel like if we all sat down together and tried to talk about it, we would all be like, oh shit, there's a pattern between all of us and it's no bueno. So then we would, we want to feel like we're doing it on our own. Yeah. At least that's how I feel about it. I guess, yeah, I guess I haven't thought about it much. For me, it's just more of like, I just don't talk about those things with my sisters. And that's kind of what I'm trying to make the the correlation to how I feel about the podcast in general. It's like, not only is it just my sisters that are that I'm in the yeah. room with me, but like, whoever could possibly be out there. It's like, we don't even talk about sex, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, not in, you know what I mean? Not well, I mean, full detail. Well, I guess, okay, then how about another question to, that we can talk about is, mm -hmm. why do you do you why do you want to do the podcast because i want to talk about those things with you guys <laughs> yeah me too i would want to know about how you guys are because like okay i feel like other sisters they talk about these things like how we take a shit in front of each other though yeah but that's <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> which is crazy i, I don't think not all sisters are like yeah there's other sisters are kind of mean to each well it doesn't matter but the i do know that with other sisters they do talk about those things with each other and they tell them each other things and they, they give them tips and stuff like that or not tips but they just like tell them things that like might be helpful or something yeah i guess yeah we just never had that relationship i don't know and then and then there's this other there's this part of me that's like why not and it's because those damn purity rings remember those purity rings I'm yeah yeah we had purity rings can you believe that yeah, my mom gave me one when I was nine. Yeah. Nine. Well, I'm, what, who who gives a nine-year-old a purity ring? They don't even understand. Like, I think, yeah, I think I was, if you were nine, then I must have been like 12 or 13 or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like 14. Yeah. Yeah, I lost that shit on purpose like multiple times. Yeah, no, I, I wore mine. But that's because I was dating a person at the time that was super religious. Mm -hmm. So I had to keep up the, the, the facade. facade. <laughs> Or maybe you really did think about it. Or do you think it was like you were trying to do a facade? Yeah, I think I was really trying to be something or mold myself into a religion. Uh, not because of my own will, but because that other person was so devout. It was kind of out of respect, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was a gesture. It wasn't because it was out of my own, like, volition. Yeah. 
I see. But yeah, that never works. So don't do that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just sounds like you're forgetting parts of yourself for the sake of your partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but not to get too heavy. I think, I mean, what I think why maybe we don't talk about sexual stuff is because there's a lot of history of trauma within our family. Ooh, mm. that hits a hard spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like right spot. on the head. I felt it like in my chest. I was yeah, like, oh was shit, like, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, I'm not revealing anything. Just That's true. Other than there's just fucked that. up. <laughs> I know. There's some. There's some it's yeah, really there's messed some. up. I remember one time. The, that is so true, though. The first time I got drunk with my boyfriend, yeah. the, I was at his he- friend's house. And I don't know why, but I think it's because of how attracted I was to him. That like I started thinking about all these things that I wanted to do. Yeah. And then like and then I just started crying and I started talking about those things. All the trauma came out. Yeah, no, with him. And then he was like, What are you talking about? Yeah, this is foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So wait, you got drunk and then you or I guess freaking out of what you were thinking and then just started spilling all the trauma? Yeah, because I don't I even now I don't really understand what was going through my head. But I that night I told him everything. Like he knows everything. Wow. Even some things that you guys don't really know about. Like, but mm. but like the like he just, I just told him everything. And how did he take that? Well, he later revealed to me that he's also been with other people who have experienced the same kind of things, and that he like not that he knows, but he I don't know how to explain it. Okay, but he, you're he, not- had, he had an appropriate response. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry that you know." That you're damaged no not that i'm, da- I'm, not <laughs> I'm just damaged. playing i'm just but playing. like he was just like i'm sorry you know that something like that sorry that was a si- that, that was a sick joke i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay we like sick jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh yeah it was interesting oh my god okay this okay i know we we're talking about like sex but let's transition to this because now we're doing story time mm-hmm. okay so i told angelica this and this is what i was gonna try to tell you does but i decided to wait till you mm-hmm. came so we yeah. could talk about it um so i sent my sisters a video of this youtube channel i think called fuse and they have a channel where there's these or an episode or series within that channel where there's two latina women talking about at least i think they're latina talking about like whatever mm-hmm. um kind of like how would you guys describe it like a like a talk show but like yeah. super relatable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyways, and so these two Latina women were talking about the question, like, are we in a virtual reality or something like yeah. that? Did you watch it, Angelica? No, I wasn't able to watch it. But I remember what video you sent though. Yeah, I watched like the first like five minutes. I couldn't finish the whole thing though. I'm probably going to watch it tonight now because I, I think because you sent it to me during work and I kind of forgot about it. Well, I was laughing the entire time. But I was laughing because what they were talking about i literally felt that to the core like three weekends ago remember Helika, i told you the story but what oh when, <laughs> yeah tell me <laughs> well, oh my gosh i'm so left out it's it was it's funny now but it wasn't funny during the experience oh, yeah. so those it never are the is best times. <laughs> those are the best stories <laughs> no they're not yeah they are well i mean when I you guess, you're yeah. gonna die <laughs> if i can laugh afterwards and yeah. yeah but if i can't then no that means you're dead <laughs> or you just live through something horrible and you or you're a vegetable. 
<laughs> we should play the VeggieTales song. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. VeggieTales was our anthem when we were kids. By the way, <laughs> anyone who's know VeggieTales, you got my heart. <laughs> we could sing the cheeseburger song yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, I like the cheeseburger song. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah. So, I've been using weed mm-hmm. for some time now. The weeds. Yes. Um, and. At first, I was using it because I really hated my job. And yeah, I kind of wanted... I was using it as a as a, an escape. Um, yeah, so like my intentions of using it weren't necessarily in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, which can, for me and my experience, contributed to just kind of like an unhealthy coping... Mm-hmm. because i used it to numb myself yeah um because i had a hard time finding joy without it mm-hmm. so i wasn't using it constantly like heck no yeah um because my body's super sensitive and i could only take so much so but anyways so then i stopped for a while and then i've started to use it again a little bit um anyways and three weeks ago i decided to get a pre-roll from a new dispensary I've gone to. Mm-hmm. And it was a small pre-roll. And I, no matter how small or big, like I always have to take a small amount. Like yeah. literally like. I believe it. A quarter. Yeah. And even the pre-roll, since the pre-roll was pretty small, I still, I should, I should have only smoked a quarter. Yeah. But when I was a quarter way through, I was, I was kind of feeling it. And mm-hmm. I was like, let's just keep going and I see what happens. It. Yeah and that was a mistake because i just started to lose my sense like my internal compass Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize this how aware i am of this but like i have this compass inside of me and no matter where i'm at in the world like i always somehow mentally make note of where's northeast west and south what yes <laughs> dude wait okay do you remember that one book a series that was like about the the first girl she had her superpower it was like survival instinct the second one yeah she had red hair and she's yeah. like extremely beautiful yeah yeah doesn't that remind you of jessica the red hair chick no the first book the first book where oh, she has yeah because she had an internal compass yeah 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 yeah, yeah i those have are no idea books. what you're talking about there's these god I, they were I can't fantasy remember. they're like fantasy yeah, books i can't remember what they're called. oh they were they were yeah they were so good yeah Damn it. I forget what they were called. Changeling? You gotta speak into the mic, dude. Changeling? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what they were called. We'll figure anyway, it out. But but yeah, so you always make note of what directions are where? Yeah, north, east, west, and south. How do you know? Is it the garage? You think, okay, where's my house from here? I mean, I just always, I don't know. I just somehow always make note of it. I didn't realize, this is the thing. I didn't realize how much you do directionally, that. like how how much i do that like how aware i am of like north just that compass what yes and i think i honestly i think a lot of it is contributed to the fact that you're the when, oldest no okay. <laughs> when i was um when i moved to la i still had a foot phone oh my and God. i was rapping i remember yeah and so i had to print my this was like what 2013 yeah yeah i still i had to print my direct i couldn't yeah. afford an iphone like are you kidding me people yeah. anyway so i had to print my directions yeah and i'd have to read them before i drove yeah so that way i don't crash while i'm driving yeah or follow random people 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, that was great though because I really learned SoCal. Like mm-hmm. I learned the freeways and how to get around and everything. Yeah. Um, but then also, yeah, I guess I I think that's where I really developed this northeast west south thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, three weeks ago, um smoking this blunt yeah. or not blunt pre-roll mm-hmm. and there's no tobacco in it and oh my god i started feeling it but then it was like 9 p.m it was dark mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i didn't know what direction was what <gasps> no and you always know I know. But that, 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 then you didn't know. Yeah. And I started freaking out because, yeah. because then it started feeling like, like the house yeah. was like detached from the world and we were mm. like in space. No. <laughs> wait, wait. What's that one movie with the. Pandorum? Have you guys seen that? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh. Sorry. What movie? I don't know. The one with a board game and there's aliens and they're in space and their house goes into space. Jumanji? No, because they go into space because they're playing a board game. Okay, whatever, never mind. Space, galaxy, something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, go ahead. So, yeah, I just didn't know. I was having a harder and harder time telling myself what was northeast, west, and south. Yeah. And that loop was happening more and more often. Like, it was like a minute. And I would ask myself again. But then it would go from like a minute to like 45 seconds. Then to like 30 seconds. Then to like literally every second, I'd be like, fuck, where's Northeast one South? Where's Northeast <laughs> Is that what you kept thinking about? Oh yes, my gosh. That's so weird. And then, then that's when like my paranoia and anxiety started setting in because I was like, fuck, I don't know. And I'm like, oh my God, like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I was like, damn it, I need to go to the room. Like I need to go to the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I needed to shower. Yeah. Um, so I, I went in the shower and it just kept getting worse. Oh my God. And I kept feeling just like even in being inside the house, I'm like, which side is the street? Where's like, where am I? Like, it was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then, and then it got even worse, like deeper because then I started thinking that like that YouTube video that you guys saw. Yeah. Like, is this real? yeah that's so funny i mean it's funny now but it wasn't funny then you were freaking out did you start crying no oh well that's good no i didn't because i was really trying to like surrender to what was happening to me Mm -hmm. um because i knew i was safe yeah um but it was just hard to like i was fighting with this paranoia that i was feeling but then also trying to surrender um but yeah for a while there like it literally felt like I was going to be in that state of mind forever. Yeah. And I felt like I wasn't going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And that freaked me out really bad. Yeah. Yeah. How and long did it last? Honestly, it probably didn't even last that long. Like probably 30 minutes. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And what was, what, and the crazy thing is cause like I would look at the clock and I would look and I would just try to calm myself down. And I would look at the clock to see, like, am I going crazy? Mm-hmm. And that was not helping because literally I felt like time was going so fast. Yeah. But really it wasn't. Yeah. Because every time I'd look, only a minute passed. Yeah. 
and i'm like fuck 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 <laughs> and then that's when and then i just started thinking like man what's time like what the hell why is <laughs> yeah why did why does it feel like so fast but it's not i don't know it was so bad yeah and, and it was it was bad because the first time i did edibles um that was scary but it was scary because the body feeling was completely new mm. um and so i just yeah just feeling what my body was feeling that's what freaked me out but yeah. this was like more my thoughts like i don't know it was so bad but when i well, so anyways back to that youtube video that i sent you guys yeah i was laughing because they were asked their, their conversation was literally like this conversation i was having in my own head yeah i was like are we in a virtual reality yeah who's controlling me am i controlling me <laughs> yeah <laughs> what and then it's just, then i'm just like am i ever gonna wake out of this like am i gonna feel like i'm in a game forever yeah that's when it got freaky sounds no bueno yeah i'm trying to think i don't know if i've ever had like a scary experience i mean maybe a couple times i lost my purse at, a, at the club but how about just scary experiences in general oh yeah that but it's not because it was drug or drug or alcohol related Okay, but was it more like, do you want to talk about the other scary experiences or no? Um, no, those will be for another time. But I think that's that's probably not a good thing. A part of me kind of feels like I should have like a scary experience. With Why? drugs? Maybe, yeah. Why? They've all Because they've all been associated with good times. That's not a bad thing. That's I think that's a healthy thing. Well, I mean, it's you don't want to have a... You, I don't know. You should have a good time. You deserve to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is good. But I don't know. I just maybe to balance it out. I'm like, because I feel bad for people that are like, that literally can't even be in the room with like alcohol or like drugs or something, you know, because they had such a bad experience. Oh, And it's like, like, and it's like, oh, that sucks. I've only ever had good times. Like literally every time that I've ever, you know what I mean? That sounds like survivor's guilt. Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Sorry, you can't have fun. Nah, that sucks i mean but if you're asking yourself if you're concerned about your experience with drugs and alcohol i think that's an invitation for you to reflect on why are you thinking that yeah and i think so too because it's just like it's like you know it is it's not good but it's like all of my memories with them are good <laughs> you know what i mean but I mean, why is it not good Because it's for your body, you know, like your liver and... Well, I mean, if you're an alcoholic, maybe, but... Yeah, that's true. I'm sure that you had balance. Well, sometimes I didn't, you know? And then they went away. Yeah, and then I would be okay for a little bit, and then I'm like, okay. It sounds like the moon cycle, does right? Yeah. I think the conversation surrounding drugs and alcohol is interesting, or any kind of substance that alters your state of mind yeah like coffee like i love coffee never had a bad experience with coffee (laughs) even even like how people like i don't like it because it makes me poop i'm like i even like it because of that like (laughs) i love coffee so much but you don't like it when you don't have coffee right Uh, not only when i really feel like i want it which is like 
like for example if i know i don't have anything pressing to do like if it's a weekend or something like sometimes i'll have a coffee for because i like coffee because it is like a ritualistic thing for me but sometimes i won't have it literally with the intent because it's giving my body a break and then when i do have it like that monday morning or something it's gonna kick in and i'm gonna be like yeah i'm ready to go so that's what i do that's what i think about like that's interesting so you turn into mario and you say let's go yeah. <laughs> with yeah. the star yeah 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 that's kind of what it feels like but yeah no that i definitely do have that uh relationship with things that's part of the reason why i would go to the nail salon before this freaking pandemic because i've been a nail biter my whole life so in order for me to prevent that i'll have to i would get my my nails done and that would pretty that, that would literally stop me from chewing at my nails but what if you didn't have any money to buy to buy nails um I probably still be a nail biter. Well, are you a nail biter? I still am. Yeah, I'm a nail picker now. Oh. Sometimes I'll bite them, but then I'll I'll feel bad. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. That's gross. Why mm. do you think you're a nail picker? Um, I don't even know. I've done it for as long as I can remember. I don't even know why. I'm a nail picker too. I'm a scab picker. I forgot there's a condition for that. It's like skin something. It's like skin picking. Yeah, then I have it. Sometimes I'll see other people's and I'll want to do theirs. What? Really? Yeah, like they're scabs. Yeah, like, let me help you with that. Yeah, like if it looks really dry, it's like I know I can peel it and it won't even bleed. Like it's already healed. <laughs> you guys never seen that? What do you mean? Like somebody's scab? And you're like, I just want to take it off. Oh, no, I don't have that urge. Oh, I do. I mean, maybe with my own body, but not with other people's. I have it with my own and other people's. I mean, not enough to ever like that I would actually do it. Yeah. But like, you know. You just got that thought. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. Let me do it. Yeah. Let me do it. Yeah. I'll think about that. And then it passes and I'm just like, I can't wait till I get my own scab. <laughs> <laughs> then I can do it to myself. <laughs> I haven't had a scab in a long time. I know, me too. I mean to do some like wild not shit and then get some scabs. Yeah. How about you, Helica? Do you have a habit that you do? A habit? Yeah, like Desert picks her nails. I pick up my nails. Desert picks up scabs. Mm, like in terms... I don't know. Maybe twirling my hair around because I'm twirling my hair right now. You know what I thought was crazy? It was a crazy one. People, I remember when we were younger and there'd always be some kids that would chew on their hair. Oh, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I never had that one. Did you see that? No, but that just sounds weird. Why would you do that? They were little kids. Oh, I guess, yeah. But I'm sure, I think some of them did it all the way up until like fifth grade. It was like a thing, you know, they chew, chew on their on. own hair. Yeah. It was crazy. And then some people would even, I remember there was this one kid, he would wet, like, you know how they would have like those brown paper towels, like to dry your hands? Yeah. And so I think this is like in first grade and this kid, he would like wet it under the sink with like cold water and then he would wad it up and put it in his mouth and chew on it like it was gum. 
he wouldn't swallow it but he would like chew on it and suck the water out and then he would like try to take it out and like like it was a bounty commercial you know what i mean try to take it out <laughs> and rewet it again like oh it's still formed and then put it back in his mouth and like chew on it and suck the water out oh like since oh sensory stimulation something I don't is know. that what that is yeah like okay i used to work with kids with autism and that's like i don't know if this kid had autism or I used to work with kids with autism. I don't. I'm not saying this kid has autism, but from having that training, I've yeah. learned that most of the time, um, it's normal with kids to have like some sort of like sensory stimulation. So maybe he just liked the sensation of chewing all the time, like that calmed him down. Maybe that's why he was always doing that. Yeah. So like you guys with your hand picking or your finger picking, it's a method of like calming yourself down. Yeah, because I have anxiety. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was true though yeah yeah and those kids with autism they have anxiety too because they're not accepted in the world so huh i mean so i don't know if that kid i don't know why he was doing that maybe he just liked the way it felt in his mouth and stuff like that i mean i'd be concerned is he not eating like I don't know. I was a kid too. I thought it was weird, and I was a kid. Mm, no, if he wasn't eating, then he would probably some of the kids. You know it. what was crazy? Some of the kids would actually follow him. Why? <laughs> what was, do you mean? He was, was a grand pooba. Oh, like, they would like pit, they would do it because he was doing it. It's doing. It was like what? It was like that thing when they would flip their eyelids around. You know what? <laughs> you oh yeah. It was weird. And everybody and I was sad that one. I did try. I was like, oh, I can't do it. It hurts. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i couldn't do it i was sad about that one but the whole paper towel thing i'm like nah you guys are weird <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not down with that <laughs> yeah that would that sound a little strange yeah i was like but i could do this and i do the little armpit farting or whatever oh the armpit farting thing uh, the armpit farting i don't know if i could do it yeah i don't think i could do it anymore I, I can never do it. I have deodorant on my hand now. <laughs> I committed to it, even though you guys can't see, but I tried. <laughs> can I do my knee? Can you do it this way? Oh, stop. <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it. I never knew you could do it that way. What? No. I think I just arm or farted with her knee, yeah. with her hand in between her knee. Yeah, she used her, her knee pit. Yeah, her knee pit. Why not? It was all thanks to the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do got to be a little bit moist for that. You can't do that with dry skin. Yeah. So what's been on your guys' minds as of lately? Um, Elika? Do you know? You just... You don't know if you want to share? Yeah. Maybe. What are you scared about? Or wh- why is it that you don't want to share? I shouldn't assume that you're scared. Like, why? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's more of internal thing than it is an external thing. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's my letting my people into my inner world. And it's like, no, it's just me in here. So... Oh. I could talk about how I want to live in a van. I want to live in a van. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, you know, so deflect and talk about something else. Oh, well, I just told you right now that I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. Okay. Well, yeah, I want to live in a van. And I have this dream of living in a van and 
doing people's nails and taking some photos and stuff like that. And yep, that's what I want to do with my life. Clubs for Helica. Yeah, that's a cool dream. Bueno. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I always felt like um, I would find happiness in being... Um, I feel like because to live in a van or a tiny house, you kind of have to be a little bit minimalistic and multi-purpose things. And I always find that really um, fascinating. But also, I don't know, I just I feel like it gives me life energy, you know, to like to know that I'm repurposing something, you know, or yeah. to know that like this item that I have is used for multiple different things. <gasps> yes, that's my favorite thing about yeah. things. Sometimes. Yes. Is yeah. making them like um, making it into something new and making them better or mm-hmm. just making it like not throwing it away or just having really good items that, you know, that, you know, you're going to be using for various things and they're going to last you a while, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like it would take in order to be um, thriving in such a small living space you know what i mean Mm -hmm. which i think is cool yeah i think so too yeah but that time has passed for me i have too much shit now (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean no you can get rid of stuff yeah i know i could but i already have it so now i'm just like eh, i like this (laughs) 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 like i liked what i had built over over my apartment I liked all those things. And I like hosting and all that stuff. Or you just have all the things. I have all the things that I would that I want mm. um to for my life. I don't I don't really need anything else. I really don't. I really don't need anything else. Oh well that's good. Yeah, like I have, you know, everything dining table. I even have a blender, like a good blender, you know? I have a toaster, like I really don't need anything. Mm. In my in my van, I wanted to get like a Hello Kitty theme kitchen just because. Mm, that's cute. Yeah. Like my pots are going to have Hello Kitty and then I yeah. saw this like toaster oven that's a Hello Kitty thing on it. Oh my God. But I don't know. I thought about just getting a giant sticker and putting it on a good toaster oven because I feel like having a manufactured Hello Kitty toaster oven just wouldn't last very long. Yeah. Can I share something with you guys? Yeah. So I was thinking how for all the people that don't know, I've been in therapy for like, oh my God, six months, I think. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think like six months. Um, And doing a lot of things and when it a lot of it's funny like a lot of my therapy and a lot of what I've been doing is very much revolved around my family and the relationships that I have with each of them including you guys and just really yeah diving deep into those dynamics mm-hmm. and I had a realization like and i i kind of feel like i knew this but i didn't though you know what i mean like yeah yeah i just 
I think I really realized this fact, which is that each of you guys have had to carry things unfairly. And as a result, it led to my success. You think so? And I would say, I think Desiree most definitely held the burden a lot for that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy that you say that. (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't even know that, like, because, like, I didn't know that you had to get a job. I thought that you wanted to get a job when you were younger. Well, I mean, when somebody tells you, hey, you need to help out, it's like, yeah, I kind of want to get a job. You know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, but I didn't know that somebody asked you to do that in the first place. I thought you were just doing it because you wanted to. And then when I found out, I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know you felt that way. What do you mean? That you feel like that that we have burdens and that it made you succeed. I mean, it's a little more well thought out than that. Well, it's a I guess more- it's because I'm having a hard time understanding what you mean by that. Each of us has privileges that were afforded to us, mm-hmm. but they're only afforded to you at the expense of someone else. Yeah. So when it comes to our family and us being sisters, each of us plays a role in in just the whole family dynamic. And so because I'm the oldest, I have my own burdens that I've had to carry because I'm the oldest, right? But then I've also had the privilege of being able to succeed in part because largely Desiree had to carry that burden for me to succeed. Mm, Yeah. An example of that is like, I started playing soccer, right? And I started really liking it. But, and Desiree was also playing soccer, but then I, it probably came to a point where they couldn't afford to keep both of us on soccer. I don't know. I'm pretty sure money was at the center of whatever decision they had to make, which was let me keep playing soccer, but Desert has to help some other way. Like I was afforded the ability to play because it brought me immense joy. And because supposedly it didn't seem like it brought immense joy to Desiree, she wasn't allowed to continue to play and had to get a job. Yeah. I see it now. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you say that. Like, because I remember the the first memory that I had with soccer was, um, this is when I we, I was still playing um for the city, the city league, and we were all playing, so it wasn't even competitive. But you know, it still costs money to play for the city. It was, a, but cheaper for that's for sure than competitive soccer. But yeah, I remember like you know, there's three of us and we were all playing, and we only had two parents, so they could only go to figure out practices so then i remember you know my practice was fairly close it wasn't too far it was at orchard park Mm -hmm. and so i'd have to ride my bike and then mommy and papi would take you guys to practice 
I didn't know that. Yeah. So I would have to ride my bike to soccer practice. I didn't know that you had yeah. to ride your bike. Then. Yeah, growing up. How old are you? Uh, probably like 12. It wasn't every time, you know. But, but it was just when they couldn't take yeah, you. Yeah, when they couldn't take me. That's kind of how it worked out. Yeah. Did people know that you're, like, people in your practice know that you're biking home? Um. Yeah, sometimes some of them would, you know, put it in there. If they had a truck, they would put it in there. Oh, and, and they, then it would take you home. Yeah, they'd drive me home. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to wait. Like, some, it most likely it would be the coach. So I'd have to wait until, like, everybody's gone, you know? Oh, because he was the one. Yeah, he was the home. last one to leave. Oh, I see how yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it was pretty interesting because it was it's it wasn't anything that like it's just one of those things where I grow up and it's like oh like that's really fucked up. <laughs> kind of yeah, not yeah. that it was really fucked up. It was just that's just how my life was. Yeah, you kind of accept it. You don't well, yeah, because it's like what am I gonna do? Yeah, go home and go on strike. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm like, twelve. <laughs> yeah, like it's this is my life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just little things like that. That is interesting that you came to that realization. There were there were times where I did think that and it wasn't it wasn't good thoughts. You know what I mean? I mean, I bet. And it was uh things that I thought that I would never share with any of you guys. Do you want to share? <laughs> no. Well, well because it's like it's like I made peace with it. You know what I mean? Like what is there to do? I can't change it, you know. Like be like feeling resentful. Yeah, that and that's why I didn't feel at a good place to like, yeah, let me tell you how I really feel because it would just be, it wouldn't be productive. It's just me kind of like, mm-hmm. you just got to listen to, listen to me, like be a victim, all right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I wasn't in a place to do that mentally. You know what I mean? It's like, I got to keep, keep on grinding. Yeah. It just sounds like you just didn't want to. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, I didn't have that desire. I thought it would slow me down. Which, in reality, I probably could have, and it would have been fine. Wait, what do you mean, like, slow you down? Like, if if I had a blow-up, you know? All of a sudden, I'd, like, wake you guys up in the middle of the night, like, sister meeting. Listen, I really think that my life was so unfair. You know what I mean? And then I'm just, like, going in on you guys, you know? Like, you don't understand, you know? Yeah. And try to get you guys to see my point of view. It probably would have been like, what the hell? Where is this coming from? You know? Because this this happened, you know, when I was like, I had this when I was like 16. Well, even when like they were first getting, when they were getting divorced, that's when it all hit me. Like that it felt unfair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That it felt super like, what? I think that if you had done that, it would have been made us closer, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been crazy, like crazy in the sense that, you know, um, my maturity level would have been different. Like right now? Than now, yeah. Do you think it would have been, like, less progressed or something? Or? Yeah. Oh. It would have been a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it would be, I think it would have been a little bit difficult to for it to have been a productive interaction. Hmm. But why do such interactions have to be productive? Why can't they just be? Yeah. I think I would have been interested to know how you felt. <laughs> because there's like, 
<laughs> well, yeah, they have to be productive because it's like if 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 it's not like maybe it's my conflict avoidance or my fear of confrontation is like I'm only willing to do that if I really see a true value there. If there isn't going to be some sort of like step in the direction that I would hope, even if it's a tiny step, I'll take the risk. But if there is no step in the direction that I want, then I'm not even going to do that. So for me, me like back then, if I would have, you know, made this big old fuss about how I felt like things were so different for me, I don't think it would have been the at that time. It wasn't the direction I was trying to go. Yeah. I feel like that I didn't have time to allocate to do something like that. Like, I got to go to bed. I got to get up and go to work and like. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, if I ever want my life to be better than this, I can't feel sorry for myself. I have to like mm -hmm. do something about it. Yeah. Which is cool in a way. It, it did work out. It came full circle, you know, because I joined the Air Force and um, I'm seeing a therapist with them. So I'm, now I'm able to like for the first time to like really figure out all that stuff that I went through and how it helped. I mean, it did, I think, to shape me. But at the same time, you know, many ways where it was like, wow, if I would have had the help back then or not even the help, but just the attention. Um things could have been different a lot sooner for me. But I had to I had to give myself that opportunity first in order to talk about the stuff today. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, because no one was going to give it to you that no. was made clear to you. Right. Yeah. I can see it. I mean, what you're talking about, how you thought it was unfair, I didn't have that feeling until like two years after after all those feelings like i remember specifically like sitting in my room and being like thinking about it and then because mommy would because at that during that time mommy was like having me sleep with her mm -hmm. and every night she would just talk to me about all these things yeah and i'm just like i don't know what you're talking about like this doesn't yeah. make any sense and then two years later when i was thinking about it i was like damn that was really unfair for her to tell me all those things and then it ended up being you know what i mean yeah and then i just started crying a a ton and then i told told my friend about it yeah and she was like yeah i get it you remember her she, she was Alyssa hat mm. probably not oh yeah the Alyssa. one who got pregnant when she was like 14 oh i don't know if she got oh, pregnant yeah. she, but had, she was the girl that lived around she had like brown hair and green eyes mm -hmm. yeah she yeah. was like kind of chunky yeah she was really tan mm -hmm. yeah i remember her yeah i think about it now and i'm like damn i was kind of a because she her home life was a lot more worse and much more turbulent but she like understood exactly what i was talking about and she just hugged me and i was like damn <laughs> yeah so it's crazy though yeah it is crazy i can feel it though i mean i could definitely sense growing up that you did have a feeling of resentment towards all of us heck yeah i did but then like over time i kinda... was always so mean to you well i think like all of and us and you never believed me like i was the one that taught you how to read and tie your shoes 
I need. I don't even remember that. I know, and I remember. I almost. I almost wanted to like uppercut you because <laughs> you were like twelve or something, and mommy was saying like, "Well, you're like, thank God you finally learned how to tie your shoes or something like that." Yeah, and I don't know. She said something like that, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's because I taught her." And then you were like, "No, you didn't." I'm like, "Yes, I did," and I would read to you like every night. I remember you guys reading to me. That's the only thing I remember. I read to you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would, and I helped you tie your sh- like I helped like you learn to- how to tie your shoes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah you had a really hard time. <laughs> 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 I had to teach you. I ta- I tried to teach you both two ways. The first way was the hard way, but it was the cool way. And I I remember trying to tell you that I'm like, Helika, if you oh, learn shit, I think I remember. <laughs> if you learn how to tie it like this, this is the cool way. Yeah, and it's cool to do it like this. And Are you you're- talking about the one with the loop? Yes, the one loop one. Yes, I remember because I tie my shoes like that. <laughs> Yes, and I remember trying to teach you like teach it to you like that, but you couldn't figure it out. I was like, okay, I'll teach you the easy way. The the bunny loop one. Yes, yeah, with the bunny ears. Yeah, and I think that's how you were finally able to get it with with the bunny ear method. I'm like, but one day you can work your way up <laughs> to I the can... to the one loop method. Yeah, because I tie my shoe the one loop method. Yeah, yeah. I can proudly say that I've taught three kids how to tie their shoes now. Let's see. <laughs> But I remember when you were like, no, you didn't. Like, you were disgusted at the thought that I thought you had to tie your shoes. And, like, you owe so much to me. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you're not going to give me that credit. But, yeah, I was like, whatever. I don't even care. Yeah, I can barely remember it now. I can't even remember all those things. Yeah. I probably just said it like that because I... I don't know. little so, kids are being little kids. Yeah, it was funny, though. When I look back in the moment, though, I was just like, choose your battles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the only thing I remember is you guys reading to me every night. Mm-hmm. Like the piglet and the cow. Do you remember? I, st- I think I, st- I have it still. Yeah. You guys used to play puppets with piglet. Yeah. And the other one. Yep. And you guys would make them like yeah, crazy finger puppets. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like cursing each other. <laughs> Wait, would you guys curse each other? I don't remember. I don't remember. You guys would just make them do I, crazy I shit. remember I would make them fight. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah <laughs> when i was like kid going to sleep that was like the best thing ever. yeah like, oh my god yeah. what they're gonna do now yeah. oh shit like <laughs> it's gonna go down piglet mad yeah. he's super red like yeah. <laughs> yeah those are good times how do we even get on that because i just shared what i shared <laughs> and then we spiraled <laughs> <laughs> well good thing it didn't lead into a fight no why do you think it would lead into a yeah. fight? because that's always my fear Whenever somebody brings up something where it's just like, oh. Is there things that would make you want to fight? Um, <laughs> Throw hands, does it? <laughs> yeah, somebody said something that was like wildly untrue. No, but I mean, like, are there things that you still feel like have. You still hold? No. Thankfully, there's no- nothing that I feel that you guys have personally done to wield an attack on me if that were the case i think that would take me a while but because that's never happened it's like oh that's cool yeah i don't think any of us have either done anything intentionally to hurt each other i think it's mainly just our circumstances that well sometimes i tried to intentionally hurt you <laughs> but that's when we were little kids <laughs> well that's different you know, that's yeah it was diff- yeah it was like little kids stuff i'm like don't tell mommy <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Shh, <it's> <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> shut up <laughs> 
They're gonna hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, yeah. That well, that one was just little kids. Yeah, that was like little kid stuff. But yeah, like never. Ne- I've never thought that there was anything you guys ever done like maliciously. You know what I mean? Like you never try to steal my identities to pull a line of credit. You know what I mean? Like oh, shit, that's a whole other story. That's what I'm saying. Like there's people out there who have those sort of like encounters oh. with their family. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think if that was the case, we probably wouldn't be able to talk like this. Yeah. This for sure wouldn't be able to happen. You know what I mean? So because we don't have any sort of history like that where it was like really malicious, then um, yeah, we're still able to be like this, which is cool because I think we have that like unspoken understanding just because we were, not just because we were raised in the same household, I think it has something to do with it where we have that commonality, but because of the way that we've decided to interact with the world, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you're right crazy 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 yeah it is pretty interesting i haven't talked too much about it with craig about how i feel craig is my therapist about how i feel about being the middle child has he tried bringing it up yeah which is funny it's like he knows (laughs) (laughs) he knows yeah he can see it yeah yeah yeah. but i would never give it that too much time of day just because like i was you know wanting to talk about other work on other things do you think maybe it's because that one thing is you're just avoiding it? It could be, yeah, because it's because a part of me feels like it's it's almost like, well, how can I really help that I'm the middle child? Will be and will like that will never change. So it's like that's part of my past and my childhood. And I can't change it. I could just do now. So like I try to focus more on like the most immediate stuff and then work my way back from there. Which is cool cuz I think he understood that that's how the way that's the way that I liked the session to go where I would talk about the most immediate thing and then he would kind of relay it back to how it would how that came about probably or you know and how I could try to mend it so that way I can be better, well, not better, but just, you know, work on things if I wished to do that. Yeah. How long have we been recording? Well, it's been an hour. Do we want to keep talking? Sure, yeah. I mean, what else? I mean, there's so many things we can talk yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about being Catholic. <laughs> Okay, who wants to go or how, or how we're not Catholic? Black. I say, you know what's funny? I, I, to this day, like whenever I encounter somebody religious. Like my, of any religion? Yeah. Okay. Um, Like organized religion. Yeah, especially when it's like a, a branch of Christian religion. I don't know what it is. Sometimes they just feel so pushy to me. But yeah, they're trying to like push their views or beliefs onto me or whatever. And I'm always just like, oh, no, thanks. I'm Catholic. <laughs> Which I don't know. I really don't know anymore if that's true or not. I don't know if I'm Catholic. <laughs> so how does that make you feel? It makes me feel funny because it's just like, how funny? Like, I, I feel kind of like a fraud. But it's like, who's going to, who, how am I going to, what, are they going to give me a fine? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> calling yourself a Catholic when, when you're, you're not a Catholic. When you feel like you're not or something. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm like, if I am Catholic, I for sure am not devout. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I just say it because it's more of like a security blanket. 
and probably with the whole like confrontation thing like i don't want to have to explain to them like i just don't want to you know why not just say that um i don't know it just feels harsh let it be harsh yeah sometimes i wanted to try it out but you know i do think about that <laughs> but i'm just like in a it's fine i'll just say i'm catholic and then also too like for mommy's sake i think i would say i'm like yeah i'm catholic on paper like even for like the air force like if i ever got deployed or something they have it on there like what you know what do you want your burial to be like or whatever you know what faith do you belong to so we can do give you a proper whatever burial if that wherever the case i put there i was catholic but i only did that because like i just thought about like the ceremony and it's like mommy would like that but what would you like and i'm like I me personally honestly like i probably want to be cremated i wouldn't want to be buried i think that's the waste of space sorry <laughs> whoever thinks that hey no it's your body yeah You're i mean dead. that's that's what i think i think either that or or donate it for research donate all my organs let the tigers have at you that'd be pretty cool too Ash, that's what my, i have a friend ashley she's told me that she yeah. says that she wants like her body released into like what is that container like a, in the zoo oh my and gosh stir her body yeah <laughs> her. that'd like, be pretty that'd be pretty crazy yeah. and she's like just let me rot out there and i'm like okay dude <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy yeah she said it's like so that way she could become part of the tigers and then become part of the psych i don't know and she explained to us oh that's pretty cool yeah i get that i get that vision yeah, I'd, I'd probably just want to be burned just because, I don't know, or vaporized or some sort of like <laughs> laser or something. That sounds like a 70s alien movie. Yeah, like if I was being donated to science, I'm like, I hope it's the laser section where they're <laughs> testing out the new lasers. <laughs> see if they can, you know what I mean? Laser your body. Yeah. <laughs> and they can test it out to see like, yep, it really does burn through flesh. <laughs> or like this flesh was like evaporated by this laser. Or invisible technology. Yes. They, yeah, they, we made this dead body go invisible. I'm like, how can you tell? I'm like, well, it still smells like it's there's a dead body. In here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch it because it's gross. Oh but I can God. smell it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when it comes to like your religion, like, do you then do you consider yourself religious or what? No, I wouldn't consider. Which is funny because it's like if somebody were to give me like an application, like, tell us about yourself. I'm like, are you religious? I'd be like, I'd be like, no like okay well first i'd probably ask you do you uh do you belong to organized religion i'd be like catholic are you religious no <laughs> and how does that make you feel it sounds so ridiculous it makes me laugh in my own head why because i just put it on as a as a front i think because it's like i know mommy would like that but what do you like um a part of me is like i'll deal with it like it's okay it still doesn't sound like you like that yeah, I guess it's not my favorite, but it's not. But I don't see it as bad either. I don't think that's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just yeah. the simple question: What do you like? That's what I think. It's funny because I don't. I don't think that I'm indifferent. I don't care. Like you just you don't know. Is that what it is? Oh, like you just don't know or something? No, I do know. Oh. So what is it? That I'm not religious. It just depends on how somebody asks me. 
What so what do you th- what is the difference between those two questions when someone asks are you religious or do you belong to organized religion? One one is like a personal like are you religious? Like no, that's when somebody asks me if I'm religious, it's because I feel like they're trying to gauge what my activities are in the week and it's like no. Like so they can already gauge by me saying no, they can know that I don't go to a church or some sort of place to worship. I don't pray, probably. You know, I probably flip people off in the car. (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when somebody says, do you belong to an organized religion? When I say yes, they can assume that it's like, okay, she was probably raised that way. Or, you know, she has some sort of an attachment there. But it's loose, very, very loose. Hmm. It's because I feel like I can identify with it, but I don't practice it. I don't know, I guess because it was just so, it was like part of my upbringing. Say more. How was that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't want to go back. Why? Because um, I think I, I think I put a lot of effort into it that could have been put elsewhere in a way i'm glad that i did it because i know that did what uh continued to like be so devout in catholicism or at least not continue but i tried to be devout i really tried to put it on but oh man was i confused and everybody like you and i remember like i was like the annoying kid you know like but why i don't get it like <laughs> we're just supposed to believe just because you said like <laughs> And I was that person. So like everybody was very aware that I was that person asking those questions because I just didn't understand or I didn't have the visions like they did or whatever. Didn't have the faith. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt left out. It felt it felt sucky because I was like, I'm trying so hard. What juice are you guys drinking that is giving you these powers? Jesus is blood. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm doing the same thing you guys are. I guess I'm a fraud. But I would really try, you know, because like people, people, you could, I could see that they would like be transformed by it, you know, like that must be so nice. Like, that's so cool. I want that. But why, why would you want to be transformed? What was wrong with you before that? Um, I think it was just, you know, situation it was like. Mm. Oh, like you felt like you could just make your life better. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, it makes sense. I can see how like having a higher power looking after you can be comforting. And that's and that's exactly what I, was my thought process. Is that that like what you wanted? And yeah, in that moment I'm like I can see why people get into this. I yeah. get it. Like I see it, you know? Yeah. But I just don't have that feeling, that yeah, sentiment, you that, know, that, that, that they there. have that connection. Mm-hmm. Even though I see it and I desire it and I god damn it I tried, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would try to make myself cry. And it just wouldn't work. Like in church or what? Yeah, or something. Be like, I see Jesus. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. I wanted to be part of the club. The cult? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For context, I guess we should share. Um, I mean, okay, so we were raised Catholic and we were all baptized. Right, Hilda? You were baptized? 
I was baptized in the gay lord. I'm just kidding. Though. Yes, I was baptized. Yeah, we were all <laughs> baptized and we were all did catechism. You did catechism, right, Helica? Yep, where they taught you abstinence and then they told you about a story about this girl who got raped and now she's a saint now. Yeah. As you can tell, I love uh, Catholicism. <laughs> and I think what church probably resonated badly or maybe just our... I think we just all had different experiences. Well, I think... Well, I can only speak for myself, I guess. is like, I just remember the last church we would go to, which would be St. Joseph's, mm-hmm. which I think is a very problematic place. Yeah. I don't think... <clears throat> uh, it's a trick. I could share all my... <laughs> okay, how about I just share how I really feel? Yeah, do yeah. it, dude. I, I was like, know. why are we dancing around it? Yeah. Well, because I don't want to cut you off. You feel like you were talking. Oh, no, I'm good. So... Yeah, I never... Well, okay. I don't really remember my childhood. Yep, <laughs> that sounds bueno. <laughs> um... But what I do remember from going to catechism, like, I don't think I ever really got it. But, like, I was trying for the sake of just partly to fit in, I guess. Yeah. Like, at the church, I guess. Mm. But then also partly because I was scared of my parents. Mm. Like, what were you scared of? Like, I just hated hearing them tell me like learn your prayers and just like tell me shit to do Mm, yeah yeah and getting mad at me for like not learning i don't know Mm -hmm. um anyways but the older i got because i kept we kept going i went to like youth group yeah Yeah, all the way up in high school huh yeah we i think i stopped going when i was like 16 no 15 maybe yeah after you can say i think yeah um and i I just went because it was like fun because there was other young people. Yeah. And we would act stupid. Yeah. But when it came to the actual like religious part, like I just did it just because. But I never. But the older I got, the more I was like questioning everything and just like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um. So then fast forward to now. Uh the older I got, I, I just started distancing myself more and more from Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And then just outright was like, yeah, I'm not Catholic. Like, I don't know what I am. What does that make me? Am I a sinner? I don't know. Do I care? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure my life out. Yeah. And then now, fast forwarding to the present. Uh, I'm very much on a decolonial spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of learning and unlearning. And part of what I've been learning is how Catholicism was used to colonize our peoples. Yeah. And we should we say our background? Because I don't think we have. Oh, we're Mexican Salvadorian. We're brown. <laughs> yeah we have depending on which side of the family you look at or either first gen i guess or second gen yeah um anyways and so which i always kind of when i was when we would go to church and when i was like in college and stuff yeah i'd always be like why is jesus white yeah. why is everything in gold why are all the priests first of all men mm-hmm. why are a lot of the priests white dudes yeah 
like i was just like why (laughs) yeah i was like why 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 like i don't get any of this and so as i've been learning like that that gut feeling i had that something was problematic with catholicism Mm -hmm. and how pervade like how much it's been taken up within latin american countries yeah like was was made truth in my learning um because yeah jesus wasn't white he was like a brown dude yeah or like brownish blackish like he had dark skin yeah um and yeah when the spaniards came over they just like wiped out the indigenous people's religions but then like the indigenous peoples like merge their rituals with Catholicism. Yeah. Um, like with the statues and the, well, I'm, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Like what like all the flowers and stuff like that. I mean, I think part of it is this deep held, deeply held level of like respect and love for the Virgin Mary. That's like a huge thing within mm-hmm. like, mexican or other i think latin american countries Mm -hmm. um which is not really evident in i think anywhere else where that practices christianity yeah um and then also i think other elements like using incense so like burning Mm -hmm. um i don't know i don't know what else but there's just a merging of like Mm-hmm. indigenous practices into catholicism yeah anyways and so the more i've learned the more i'm just like yeah catholicism isn't for me for the fact of all that i've learned and that's not to say that people who do follow or practice catholicism that they need to stop yeah that's not at all what i'm saying it's just it's just not for me um but i can see now the value that people get or I can understand the value people get from following an organized religion. Yeah. Cause I didn't really understand that before. It's like, what do you mean believe in a higher power? Like what? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get that. But yeah, for me, Catholicism is just way too problematic on a lo- variety of levels. And, and I didn't like how the church we were going to was just starting to be like anti-gay. Mm-hmm. anti-abortion we were forced to go to abortion walks Mm -hmm. yeah that was interesting and i like i actually went to one like two years ago i think or a year and a half ago i don't know i went with one i went to one with mommy but it was the same sort of thing i was just kind of like i'm just doing it yeah i did it oh it was so crazy and in a way it was like um i felt like a tourist you know yeah because you're like what the yeah, they don't know I'm a fraud. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But there I am, just like, and they were praying the whole time, and I was just part of it. I'm like, oh, wow. Why'd you go? Just because mommy asked you to go. Yeah, mommy wanted me to go, and I was like, nah, I want to. I do want to go on for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I go on a walk from around Modesto. Like, this will be interesting, you know? Yeah. And just to be around all those people and to see, you know, yeah, what that looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Yeah, which brings me to my other point why I didn't like Catholicism Mm -hmm. because they're very much, depending on what church you go to, because I know some churches are a little bit more progressive. Yeah. I think our church is not. No. Um, 
they would always be like, oh, pray. Mm-hmm. Like, just pray and forgive and love. Like, but I'm just like, okay, but that's not helping. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why can't, I just didn't understand, like, why can't you see? Why can't I say no? Like, why can't I say no? No. Like, why can't people see how problematic it is to deny a woman's right to abort a baby? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand that you feel like that life is worthy of living. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, but what about the woman? And what about just the way society is structured and how women have been attacked? Because yeah. of the the patriarchal society we live in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you just going to, you know, it's like, okay, if you don't want us to abort the baby, then you better damn well build a system where it's going to fully support that child. Yeah. And do we have that? Heck no. Yeah. Heck no. And then even if, even the help that is out there, it's kind of like the person's looked down upon. Yeah. Even for getting It's a double-edged yeah. sword. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. To be a teen mom? Oh my gosh. No one. Yeah. So I, I just said, yeah, I always had a hard time. Like, well, I don't understand where, why, like, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't understand that. So now you're not, you're saying you're not a Catholic. So no, I'm not Catholic. I do still find the Virgin Mary comforting though. Mm hmm. That's the only figure that I gravitated towards. Me too. I still do. That's interesting that you say that. And I mm-hmm. think that's probably part of the reason why I can comfortably say that I'm like, when I'm, conf- I feel conflicted. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can, co- there's this part of me that can comfortably say like, yeah, I'm Catholic, depending on the situation or how they're asking me. I'll, I'll give them that. But I think that's part of the reason because of the Virgin Mary. I was looking at a jacket too. It was all bedazzled with the Virgin Mary. It was a jean jacket and really? the Virgin Mary was bedazzled on the back. I'm like, cool. yeah, I was like, this is sick. I would totally wear this. <laughs> and not not even feel like a fraud. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I feel like it's true. Yeah, to, for, to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that aspect. And somebody like, oh, you go to church? I'm like, no. <laughs> but she's got my back though. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's exactly how it feels, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy you bring that up because I have, um, growing up, I kind of experienced going to, ca- like, Catholic church and then going to, like, a Baptist, Baptist church. Oh, yeah. And um, just how different they are. And I think that if we had gone, I can definitely see how, like, um, how having the sense of higher power is really good. And... But then also like the sense of, com- I feel like like sometimes Catholicism is has, it's like that very insecure person that doesn't realize the impact that they have on people with the actions that they're doing because they're just so insecure, and and so without realizing they wield their power and then they're hurting all these people. Anyways, I got off track. The point I'm trying to say is that like it makes a community, and I don't know organized religion is just really interesting because it just has so much power and influence over the community because like i could see like in the baptist church on how with the baptist church that i would be going i would be going with my friend and they were like a black community and they'd be talking about like black issues and like the, the things that they would encounter and like someone like me i'm like of darker skin and going there 
going like so it'd be interesting because like so when i would go to church at like the catholic church it would be rows and rows of like white people yeah because we would go to the english mass so there'd be all the english speakers and then when i would go to the baptism church there would be like it wouldn't be rows upon rows it'd be it was a tiny church it would be a couple rows of like just black people and their hair and stuff and their like big old hats and like i remember the kids would make fun of the old ladies and their hats because they would just wear these like big blue like lavish hats and that's them proclaiming themselves i mean like i'm here at church and i got my nice church clothes on and i'm ready for jesus and they all go over there and throw their hats everywhere they have so much joy and stuff yeah and sometimes i felt like it just wasn't even really about god or anything like that it was just them like them they yeah, were getting the, together it, that's yeah. what mattered it wasn't necessarily about like the power and the the higher power that was watching them yeah because they didn't even really talk about that in general they just talked about like what was going on with them mm-hmm. and i think that was healing but they were problematic too because they would talk about things that i thought were weird too so like something about me is that like i'm bisexual and i've like known that all my life and like they were anti-gay too like openly mm -hmm. and they i went to so i went to youth group at saint joseph's and then i went to youth group at this baptism church and they had talked about that there's a verse in the bible that says that gays are a bomb not i don't remember the term but they say gays are abominations Mm. and i remember like having like this um like conversation with this woman face to face and like she said it to my face and like i remember going to the bathroom and crying about it because i was like <laughs> yeah not because i thought that like she was calling me an abomination but just because of like how can you say that about a person you know like, yeah say that you say that life is so precious and you want to make sure every single one makes it through and they feel the love of god but then if somehow the way that they are isn't worthy you just say they're i don't know it just it never makes sense it like yeah there was a lot of contradictions yeah like a lot of twisted things and all this stuff so like inwardly i kind of just stopped listening like every time i went to church i just like kind of tuned out Mm. i think that's like my problem with like dissociation happened a lot because i would just sit there for hours just like staring yeah (laughs) just like okay i'm just not gonna listen there's no there's no reason for it Sorry, I feel like I kind of made that bleak. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, I we're just listening. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. I didn't have that experience, but I get it. Yeah, church is complicated. Yeah, it is. And that's the other part that people don't talk about is the power behind organized religion. There's so much power. Like they even talk about it in school, and they talk about how they like dethrone the per the perp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they dethrone the per the per the pope. Yeah. the pope the man in the white cart like dethroned him because he had too much power and now he's just this man up in vatican city just chilling mm-hmm. but he still got his power yeah it is pretty crazy how a lot revolves around it way more than people are some people are willing to admit mm-hmm. yeah you know what i just thought of what if somebody asked you if you're religious or Catholic, you could just tell them like, "No, I'm in debt." <laughs> in debt, <laughs> yeah. And what are they going to say? They would just either get the joke and laugh, or they would probably not understand what you mean by that. Yeah, because I don't understand what you mean. By that. 
Well, because you know how like in Catholic, Catholic, like most churches, I think they have the collection baskets, you know? Yeah. And they're always, you know, asking for money. Oh, so you just don't go to church. so You don't have to give a donation. Yeah. But it, but it also speaks to your generation too, you know? Oh God. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. That's like a whole other episode. Yeah. (laughs) Steam out of debt.